0: Welcome to the Athletes Afterlife Podcast. I am your host and former athlete, Jeff Murray. This show is for former athletes and those connected to former athletes. This show is designed to guide you in finding your identity and purpose after sports. Featuring real-life stories of other athletes, mindset hacks, habits, and internal work, I'll be delivering to you each and every episode what you need to make every day your best. If you haven't already done so, Follow us on Spotify and hit that bell, and on Apple, hit that plus sign to give us a follow. It's time to ignite the fire in you, start finding the joy in the journey, and step into the best chapters of your life. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, y'all? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Athletes Afterlife. I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you, every single person that keeps tuning in. As we keep impacting lives one person at a time. If you haven't already done so, if this message does resonate with you, go ahead and share it with somebody that you love. All right, let's go ahead and dive in. An athlete's body is without a doubt its most valuable asset for success. I know what you're probably thinking right now. You probably thought I was going to say mindset. And don't get me wrong. Mindset is extremely important. It's definitely a close second. However, an athlete's body is the true determinant of their ability to perform. If you think about any given sport and the position in which an athlete holds, its body is a sole determinant on how it's going to be able to perform. Without being in the proper shape, they'll be out of a job, and believe me, I've met plenty of athletes that have horrible mindsets, but they have an amazing body and they still perform at a very, very high level. That being said, one of the top struggles of a former athlete is controlling their body weight after they've retired or they have left the sport that they were in. As an athlete, you can go from burning 400 to 800 calories or more in any given hour of training to now leading a more sedentary life and you're only burning roughly 100 calories in an hour. Yeah, a lot goes into burning calories. I, I totally understand that. There's a lot of things that determine that. It could be your sex, your age, your weight, your height, a whole lot of different variables that go into play. However, burning calories is very relative in a percentage of what you were burning as an athlete based off of those other determinants to what now you burn after being an athlete. You may still burn a significant amount when you work out, working out is extremely important, but your gym time is not going to be what keeps you completely fit. Does it help? Absolutely, fucking lutely it helps. I still work out five times a week and on my sixth day and seventh day, I typically do something active as well. Whether it's just walking, whether it's getting outside, doing grounding work, whatever it is, I still am extremely active all the time, but that is not the sole determinant of what's going to keep you fit. However, it is not your biggest obstacle in a body image. What is your biggest obstacle? is your consumption of food. What you consume every single day is going to be your biggest obstacle. Yes, I'll say it one more time. What you consume every single day is going to be your biggest obstacle. You may have been used to consuming 6,000 calories or more in a given day. At what point do you actually think that that is going to be sustainable in your new world? I mean, fuck, arguably the most decorated decorated Olympian of all time, Michael Phelps, was consuming nearly 12,000 calories a day when he was training. 12,000 calories. I mean, just correlate that based off of what our society even says is a normal amount of calories to consume in a day of 2,000. What well, we typically, quote-unquote, base our consumption methods on He was consuming six times that amount. Could you imagine if all of a sudden, once he stops, he's still consuming 12,000 calories in a day? What would that do to his body? I mean, there's no way he would be able to keep up. I would gamble to say in less than a year, he would completely go into the opposite direction of who he was and what he looked like at that point. So you may still be burning 600 calories in a given workout. You may still be going extremely hard in your workouts. You go for a straight hour and depending on the type of workout, you can continue to burn calories after a workout for hours on end. I know if you have something that's more of like the hit training, that's usually designed to continue to burn calories after a certain amount of time. However, that consistent burning that you're used to experience is not there. So you only have one solution if you want to completely stay in a shape that is going to be able to keep you healthy in not only your body but also in your mind. And that is to cut back on your consumption of food. I'm not saying eliminate. I'm just saying cut back. Why is this important? Well, first and foremost, it's your physical health. I mean, without a doubt, I mean, you could say anything you want. Your physical health is by far the most important part of this. The second most important part of this is your mental health. So the raw nature of being an athlete and why the body is so important is going back to what I said earlier. I've met plenty of athletes with an unhealthy mindset. Once they leave their respective sport sports and the body is not what it used to be, this can quickly become a downward spiral. For former athletes, though, it actually kind of reverses. It's vital to focus on your mindset and then shift your reality so that you can understand how you need to shift and to become into a different version of yourself and how you need to adjust accordingly. The thing is, is even still, I've met former athletes where they had a good healthy mindset but just weren't really prepared for that transition. And even with that good mindset and their body changes in a way that they're not used to, it can still impact who they are mentally, which impacts their confidence, which impacts how they show up to the world, which impacts everything around them. So what do you do? Well, here are my three top actions items that I would actually explain to somebody to tell them what to do. There's plenty of other things you can do, and there's a lot of things that I can help people out on when i work with them on -on one-on-one sessions or in group coaching sessions to actually implement throughout their daily life and their daily habits to kind of create the change that they're actually looking to change but if i could give you three tips that would actually help you transform and get keep and get the body that you desire after sports it's these three things first and foremost give yourself some grace Give yourself some fucking grace. Stop being so damn hard on yourself to where you literally beat yourself up to the point of where you can't even function where you need to function. Stop comparing yourself. Affirm to yourself every single day that you are committed to this new journey. I can tell you when I was... In college, and I remember having a seven percent body, uh, body fat percentage, seven percent. And after college, within a year and a half, I went up to thirteen percent. I literally I beat myself up horribly because of that. Mentally, I just I thought that I was indestructible, and yet just just like that, without even having the ability and not having the same type of consistency, my body completely transformed. I will say to you, give yourself some grace. You're going to change, you're going to shift, and it's okay. Be grateful for who you are, love who you are, and practice the element of self-love and give yourself some grace. Second, the amount you consume needs to be a lifestyle change. Now, notice I didn't say diet. The reason why I didn't say diet is because the word itself has the word die in it. This isn't about trying to kill something. This isn't trying about, this isn't about eliminating anything. This is just a lifestyle shift. And that's how you need to look at it. You need to look at it as a way of saying, you know what? All I'm doing is still doing what I've done. However, I'm just scaling it back. It's just changing a little bit of things of what I've used to do and now shifting it into a different perspective into a new version of myself. The reason for that, of course, is like I just said earlier. It's the consistent calorie burn that you used to experience is now no longer what you're experiencing. So it's just a li- just as though your lifestyle is shifting because you're no longer an athlete. Now your lifestyle is shifting as well on what you consume it's all parallel don't look at it as something that's being killed or eliminated look at it as though it's something that's actually just a shift in your perspective it's a lifestyle shift i can tell you that when i was young again i used to eat fast food all the time i mean don't judge me on this and i don't care if you do but i used to eat the big mac meal like it was going out of style when i was a kid I, it didn't bother me. I mean, what, I'm consuming three to 5,000 calories or whatever in a given, I'd get the super-sized meal with the extra-large 32-ounce drink and gigantic fries, consume it all, but the thing was is I could burn 5 to 10 calories in any given day. It didn't matter to me at that point. Now, of course, I understand a lot more in detail with I don't ever consume that type of stuff anymore, so it is what it is, but... Just to give you perspective, the thing is, as I started to understand as my body shifted and also understanding different dynamics of healthy eating, you have to start shifting things a little bit. It's a lifestyle shift and it doesn't have to be all dramatic. It can be gradual. Again, going back to point number one, give yourself some grace. Don't just completely shift everything because your why is going to be the really determinant element of what you're really wanting to achieve. It's not how you're going to do it. If you're too focused on the how, it's never going to be as successful as you want it to be. Focus on the why you want to accomplish what you want to accomplish and things are going to shift in the way that you want them to shift. And the third and final point I want to bring up is still treat yourself. I know that kind of sounds a little bit against the grain of what i'm kind of going into but just hear me out the thing is this i truly believe in celebratory factors it doesn't i don't care how you celebrate i don't care if your celebration is indulging in that big fat greasy burger on a cheat meal i don't care if it's the you know ben and jerry's or i don't know i i personally like Talenti that's my fix, right? I love Talenti ice cream, gelato. That's that's my deal. That's my jam. And I believe it's important to give ourselves that that treat, that celebratory thing of whenever we actually do something and not just being so stringent and so strict on ourselves to where what we're doing becomes such an arduous process to where it becomes something that we almost become jaded towards don't get me wrong I've met some people that it it doesn't impact them that way I'm saying for the mass majority still give yourself the element of treating yourself to whatever it is that you feel maybe it's a smoothie I don't know what it is whatever it is for you Just set a healthy boundary for yourself so that you know exactly what it is that when you achieve something, when you achieve a goal, when you're at some certain level, you give yourself that element of saying, I'm going to dive into this. It's all about celebrating successes because as an athlete, that's important too, right? So don't stop that. But just, again, it's all about scale. It's all about just Understanding the dynamic and the consistency and the scaling of what is it you're trying to achieve. And if you don't, you can easily go back into remission because you develop an unhealthy view of the process. Just like I said, you will inevitably develop an unhealthy view because it's something that's not normal and you become so strict and regimented that all of a sudden you fall into this unhealthy dynamic. So again, my thing is whenever I celebrate, if I eat that Talenti ice cream, I mean, it feels so good. I don't feel bad about it. The thing is, and that's the other key is don't feel bad about it. It's kind of the bonus tip just accept it for what it is say i'm treating myself do i need to go extra hard i mean i guess it depends i mean if you have a cheat meal it's really not that big a deal if you have a cheat day maybe you know on monday or whatever that day is the next day go in and dive in really hard and just hit that that workout a little extra hard right but either way It's not about being hard on yourself after the fact. Again, it kind of circles all back around to that full circle element to giving yourself some grace, understanding the concept and the process. So your body is your temple. You need to honor it, take care of it, celebrate it. Your body as an athlete comes first and your mind is essentially a close second. As a former athlete, your mindset is very paramount and actually comes first, and then because that's going to totally impact your body thereafter. So quick recap of the three tips that I just gave you all. Give yourself some grace. It's so important to not be so hard on yourself in this transitional period create a lifestyle change of your consumption, not a diet, eliminate the word diet out of your vocabulary and start focusing solely on it being a lifestyle change. Cause that is exactly what it is. And don't forget to celebrate yourself, celebrate yourself so much to where like you understand and your grat- gratitude towards who you are as an individual, continues to reciprocate itself so that you continue to lean in to this developmental change and this shift into the newest, best version of yourself. That's all I got for you guys today. So again, share this with someone who you feel if this isn't for you or you know, somebody that can actually benefit from this message, please share this with somebody that you know and someone that you love. It's y'all's love and support is how we're going to continue to grow because we don't do any pay advertising. We don't do anything along those lines. Your love and support is exactly how we're going to grow and continue to spread this message to transform lives. If you have any questions or you know somebody that could have any questions, schedule a 30-minute jam session with me. Go on and and click on the link in the bio and schedule a 30-minute jam session with me. Let's chat about, let's go over some things and let's see what we can do and if you want to catch more of what we're actually passing towards each of y'all each and every single day check us out on your favorite social media whether it's Instagram you can find me at athletes at athletes.afterlife whether it's Facebook it's just athletesafterlife and if it's on LinkedIn just jeff murray those are the ways you're going to be able to connect with me all keep sharing it keep spreading the good vibes and that concludes this week's episode ladies and gentlemen And remember, it's never goodbye. It's just till next time. Be bold, be brave, be you. Rock on.